Bonsoir, mes camarades de jeu, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our campaign is Reign of Terror. It was developed by Mark Morrison and is available on the Chaosium website. Our maître de jeu is Mick Swan, and this is episode nine. Our recap will be given by Lucas Strom as his character, Etienne Babon. So, without any further delays, commence à notre voyage dans les ténèbres. So, the raid on the Chateau de Fenelec continues apace. We have witnessed utter depravity within. The partygoers had been reduced to braying, barking, and blood-soaked animals. It is a sick joke. The Comte mocking not just the king, but all of humanity. And when Fenelec revealed himself, coalescing from a cloud of sorcerous fog, he had no intention of surrendering himself to us. So a brutal melee ensued, and uh, Dupois made use of some common seasonings, hurling them into the face of the Comte. Although disoriented by the spices, he uh, lashed out in a bloodlust, feasting on my companions, stopping only to command one of his thralls to engage in some manner of musical witchcraft. Were it not for Dupois's deft knife skills, uh, the pianist may have doomed us all. Now, bloodied and thwarted, Fenelec reverted into his blasphemous mist and fled into the crypt beneath his estate. We gave chase, and uh, what we found below was true horror, signs of torture and murder that greeted us. And deep within, we came upon a gruesome salon uh, filled with a wall of severed limbs. Now, as a foul smoke descends upon us, I find myself hoping that uh, perhaps uh, with luck, my first command will not be my last. Smoke bubble. The smoke continues to pour from the ceiling. And it's a, it's a strange... It's a strange smoke. It's, it's, it's very heavy. When you, when you inhale, it feels very thick in your lungs. But it, it doesn't seem to have a smell. It's a curious thing. Nonetheless, I'd like you to all start this evening by uh, making a constitution roll, please. That's always a good sign. Oh, one. I can't believe it. <laughs> Wasted an O one one on that. That was me last week. Oh. Seven, 75 out of 75. I hit it on the nose. <laughs> Eight out of, uh, sorry. Eight out of 55 for me. So extreme. Okay, any fails? Regular pass. 29 out of 50. Okay, all is good. Um, Beaumont? And... and uh, Dupois. Um, well, I should still be out. Um, oh, yeah, that's outside. right. Dupois blows um, a smoke ring with his roll of one. The smoke continues to fall around you. It's definitely heavier than air. And it, it lingers briefly at ground level 
and then as if betraying that it is indeed what you thought it was. It suddenly shoots off back down the, down the corridor that you came in from. Towards the way up? Towards the way out. Merda, the, run! And into the darkness. Um, we must keep it from locking us down here. Almost at the moment that the, the, the smoke retreats, um, make, a, make a listen roll for me. What? <laughs> 99. 47 out of 55. Uh, hard, hard success with an 18. Just a regular pass. Regular pass. Okay. Um, Bougel and Dupois. As, as, the, as the smoke retreats up the corridor, you swear you can hear the sound of metal scraping on metal. He's going to lock us in. We must stop him. Pressy, a, li a little further back than the others, you're standing closer to that statue. And as I said before, the, the statue was, there's a, there's a strange distant moaning coming from within the statue. And just for a moment, just as the smoke gathered itself and flew off down the hall, the moaning, just for a moment, became a bit louder. Almost as if it was um, getting louder just as the smoke passed it. Did you hear that? Statue. It's like that, that, that sick moaning got... It, it was like it got louder when the smoke went by. I didn't hear that, but I heard him trying to lock us in, and I take off running for the uh, entrance. I heard nothing. I can barely hear your voices. We're <laughs> <laughs> naturally quiet down here. I, I, a, go ahead. On a side note, remember, I disengaged that lock last episode. I put my bayonet in and cracked it off in the lock. Right. I'm going to yeah. yell two things. Loudly, I'm going to yell back up the corridor. Uh, where was Beaumont? He was just on the floor, wasn't he? Beaumont is, uh, has had collapsed That's right. um, along the lane. That's right. Um, but there's other soldiers and stuff, aren't there, up there? Um, well, if anybody's up there. Up I'm, in the house. I don't house, know. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. The house. The house is full of soldiers. Yes. I'm. I'm just going to yell as loud as I can. He is trying to get away. Do not let him get out, just in case. And then I'm going to turn back to Kristoff as he says that he hears something from that thing. And I'm like, it's an abomination. Just push it over. Uh, I'll, I'll, if I can, just shoulder into the sculpture and see if I can just smash it over. Um, give me a strength roll. Uh, well, I got a 37 under 65. Regular? Yes, that would be a regular success. Okay. 
Um, you push the statue over. Over. Um, as the statue hits the ground, you're, you're startled by um, a, a, a very sudden and very loud pained cry, a scream. And at first you think it's actually, you think it's coming from the statue, but then you, you realize that it's, it's coming from back up the corridor. Make a luck roll for me. Uh, I'm down to 56, but I rolled a 41. Okay. Um, there's my thing that I did this. Give me a second. Do, do I, did I understand right that I thought the sound uh, may have came from the statue? The moaning came from the statue. You, you thought just in the heat of the moment as the statue fell back, you heard a scream and you were startled because you thought the statue may have screamed at you, but then you realized that it's actually coming from behind you. Okay. I thought it was a statue though because it was the focus and all my yeah. attention was there. And as it falls to the ground, three, the left arm dislodges and comes loose. Which happens around the same time as, as the, uh, the screaming. Is it just like a, a break? You know, as you might expect in a, a stone um, statue? To, to no smash or no it's it's more of a very clean detachment as though it was somehow there's as though somehow the arm was fixed to it and uh it just became dislodged as it fell backwards is it a female or male no, scream? there's no sign there's no sign of damage it's it's definitely a male scream a very hoarse, um, quite grotesque screaming. When knocking over the statue, was there for a few seconds? Um, behind, well, the only thing behind the statue is the wall of limbs. And some of whatever the liquid is at the base has splashed over you as it fell backwards. We are uh, running down the passageway. Has the count, in fact, locked the or closed the you gate? Can't, you can't see anything because as the smoke has gone down uh, the passageway, you you assume that that it's it's blown out. They <sighs> there were only two or three candles along there, but it's it, they, they've been blown out. Um, Did we have a torch? You have a couple of you had lamps, I believe. Okay. So I'll say you've got one of the lamps with you. Yeah. I've got one with me on my wooden hand. I think I had the other one. Okay. Those lamps are all heading back up the stairs, and there's no way in hell no. I'm staying down here in the dark. I've I've stayed behind with you. So okay. you're you're all heading you're all heading that way. Um, in that case, um, we're going to jump to Beaumont in in a, in a moment. But um, you get. 
about 15 feet down. Just to the point of, of the, uh, just, to, just to the point before the corridor widens where, where the do doors were to the cells. Mm -hmm. And again, you hear that sound of metal scraping against metal. And to your left, in the cell, you see a figure moving, trying to, to open the door. And the door seems very stiff, but it's, it's not chained or locked. You're talking about the, it's a, like a bars, a door? Yes. yes. Okay. Like the other corridor, the other passages, okay. No, well, this is, this is the same passage as before. Okay. We're just going backwards now. We're going backwards, but it's, yes. it's not the straight corridor, it's the one to the left. Yes, it's just a little alcove to the left, okay. the cell to the left. Uh, there he is. I'll shine the light towards it. You shine the light and um, what, what you see is uh, what appears to be a man, rather pale looking and uh, very battered, his nose freshly broken, uh, one of his ears looks like it's been severed, um, he's covered in, in bruises and, and, and fresh cuts. Um, and he has a look in his eyes, which is nothing short of horrifying. Um, you're immediately struck by the fact that there is something deeply inhuman about this man. Um, give me a sanity roll, please. Forty-one. I found that. Um, that's one for a pass and one d four for a fail. I fail. One point anyway. I fell, but I rolled a one. My one d four is missing. Oh. I'll find another one. Here we go. Uh, just one. As he gets, he gets closer to the door, and, and, and as such, closer to the light as well. Um, you can see there's, there's, a, there's an almost sort of bluish, or perhaps even silverish, tinge to his skin. Not unlike a corpse. Sucker we don't have time for this. Shoot him. Who is he? Well, he's not who we're looking for. Right. That's what I'm just like, we're letting him get away. This is distraction. Um, the, uh, the figure in the cell lets out a moan and uh, launches himself at Ujel. Can I can I raise my musket and take a shot? Or I don't have a bayonet, remember. Um 
it, it would take, I think it, 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 you can use your musket to push some someone away um, uh, or, or to try and use it as a club, but to actually ready your musket to to cock the okay. thing, prime it and, and, and fire would, would take a little while to do. Um, I'll just swing like a Louisville slugger and try and whack him yeah, with it. No, it, would, it would just be a, a brawl. 38 out of uh, 60, so... Regular. Yeah, regular. Okay, I mean, you just managed to, you don't inflict any damage, you just managed to just use your, um, you're essentially parrying him. Yeah, I want to keep him away yeah, from me. Using your musket to just push him back. Um, and just the moment he's pushed back, he just starts coming back at you again. Well, I'm and as, as he's there, though, as, as he's in close proximity to you and you're, and you're pushing him back, you you get a whiff of him, and um, he he smells like a dead man. I, I just I'm like kind of like stammering, and I just want to like get please get him away from me. Um, I'm going to raise my foot up, put it against the guy, and shove really hard. Okay, so get back, roll. get back, fool! What? Give me a brawl roll, please. 53 out of, of 85. Okay, give me a strength roll as well, please. All right. Uh, 37 out of 80, so that's better than half. That's a hard. Okay. Um, you, you give him a, a, an almighty shove with your boot, and uh, this, this time he doesn't just stagger back. He falls back on his back. Um, it looks like he's he's having difficulty figuring out how to stand up. Um, as as though I don't know, as though as though there's something unfamiliar about his limbs or something. Um, it's just kind I, of flailing around for a moment. Who's standing here with me? Is it uh, just Eugène? Yeah, the two of us are further back. Okay. I say, you shall go forward. Make sure he doesn't get away. I'll deal with this swine. I, <laughs> I, um, I'll run forward towards um, uh, the entranceway. Oh, but you won't have the light. Um, yeah. well, with, the, with the shouting, I'm going to be heading that way. Right. And I'll, I, put, uh, I, I just put the light down on the ground next to behind Dupois, and I'm going to try and run for the gate. In the dark, you know, like I'll keep my hands on the wall and run straight. See if I can. I just want to get to that gate to make sure it's not locked. Okay. Um, I'm going to now fix my bay bayonet. I mean, point my bayonet down at the guy. I already have it on. So. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I, just I'm following my bayonet. Who are you? He, he um, normally in, in a situation like this, when someone's on their on their back, they'd use their arm. They'd put their arm out. They'd push up, and they'd stand up. Um, but he kind of flounders around for a moment like a, a turtle on its back, then rolls over onto his front and sort of brings his knees up underneath him and almost is kind of clawing himself upright again. Um, 
and just just for a second he 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 stands facing away from you and then he turns and with a with a growl with an an animal growl he lunges at you okay i'm going to try to meet his face with the butt end of my uh uh, musket. Okay, just, just rather calm. I'm expecting him to lunge, so. Trying to find your... Oh, it would be at the bottom of the pile, wouldn't it? There we go. There we are. Okay, see so your dex is right. He's going to go first. Okay. I'm trying to counter. Mm-hmm. Okay, well that's a hit. Um, he, uh, he lunges at you and, um, swipes you, um, with his hand, much like, um, Fenelik did, um, before, but, but in this case, he, he doesn't have Fenelik's clawed hands. Right. He just has rather sharp, ragged nails. Um, and they do, oh, they do one point of damage. All right. Ouch! He gouges a big lump of, of skin out of the side of your cheek. I mean, it's by no means a mortal wound, but it, right. but it hurts. And, um, so I'm gonna, more than anything, it enrages you. Yeah, I'm gonna bash him hard enough that to crush his skull if I can. Okay. At this point, I'm not holding back at all. Brawl roll, please. 55 out of 85. And what are you hitting him with? Are you... Um, the butt end of my... Uh, just smashing him as hard as I can in the face. I think that's... Is that a 1d6 of rifle bump? Okay. Do I get a strength bonus for my... You do, yes. You get um, uh, 1d4, I think. So... Six. Six points of damage. You absolutely cave in the front of his face. Right. It literally collapses. Um, and again, for a moment, he, he looks phased. And then... Now, lacking even, I mean, in, in, it's difficult to tell in the, in the lamplight, but I mean, you've, you've, you've actually caved the front of his face in. And he's still coming? You can no, you can no longer see eyes or a nose, um, but the mouth is still there. Um, the rest is just bloody mush. I mean, it's not like, if you, if you hit a living man like that, you, you would damage him. Yeah. You'd hurt him. He might need the doctor, but, um, his face wouldn't cave in like that. It's almost like he, it, like he was rotten. Mm -hmm. But as you, now that you've got this moment, I'm going to do a sandy roll. Standing face to face in, in, in front of this creature. Um, make, make a spot hidden for me, please. Okay. 
I'll be coming down the corridor brandishing my axe as well. You're coming up behind me, yeah, right now. I got a 17, which is, uh, uh, it's uh, hard. Given that the only um, visible, recognizable feature left on his face after you've just pummeled it with your rifle butt is his mouth. Your attention is sort of drawn to his mouth for a moment. And you notice that um, his canine teeth seem unusually large and sharp. Not as, not as, uh, not as um, prominently developed as Fenelix. But like that thing that was down in the, the catacombs? Um, you didn't see that well enough to... Right. Um, but that, that, but from what you saw of that, that was more like some sort of animal. Right, more of a dog-like This thing. is very much a man, or was a man, perhaps. This is... All I know is that, that Fenelik is the devil, and this is just one of his minions. And at this point, I'm going to flip my, my gun around with the bayonet and run it through the chest as the other guys are arriving. Okie dokie. Give me a, a, a bayonet roll then, please. Bayonet roll. Uh, I got a 29 out of 30. So just okay. regular. It's going to make a dodge. But he's also going to have a penalty dice. That doesn't matter because he failed it on the first one anyway. Okay. Um, that is then one d eight plus one plus your damage. damage bonus. So nine, nine. You bring your musket up, and you, with all your force, you ram the bayonet, and 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 it's a good shot. I mean, it, it's precisely how you're told to do it. You let out your killing shout and you ram it in just under the ribs and up. And he just stops. <coughs> Pardon me. He stops and he drops. The, the instant that bayonet goes into him, he becomes limp. The, 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 the growling stops. The flailing of the limbs stops. He just becomes limp and heavy on the end of your bayonet. Okay. I just sort of toss him to the side then. Yeah, he just, it just falls to the ground with a thud. And then I turn to the others as they come running up and I say, it's about time. <laughs> well, you get up as far as um, it's about <laughs> when um, you notice that there's someone else moving in the uh, the cell on the other side. What manner of witchcraft is this? It is vampirism. He is bringing the dead back to attack us. Can I see it? Sure, right there. <laughs> What's the sanity roll for these guys? Oh, um, it is uh, one for a pass, one d four. Fail. Fail. Hit, hit them in the heart. Hit them in, 
hits him in the heart. I failed. Um, and does this one look like it's got the same issue then? Um, this one looks a good deal fresher than the other one. But dead? Um, this one looks almost almost like he's still alive, but has that, that same pallor, that same strange bluey, silvery sheen, that deathly sheen. Um, what really strikes you about this one, um, almost comically so, is the fact that this man, quite portly, um, certainly ad- approaching his middle years, balding, um, and again, bruised, battered, covered in cuts. Um, he appears to be wearing a rather nice red velvet dress. Now he's moving a lot slower than the other one, ambling almost. And uh, as, as he takes a few steps towards you, you, you realize that he's he's dragging his leg behind him under the... Um, dragging his leg behind him un, under, the, uh, under the dress, hobbling. I level the bayonet at him and yell, stop. There's no response whatsoever. I shoot. Okay, make a roll for me, please. Let's get one. I got a hard success on that. Uh, yeah, got a hard success. 42 out of 85. Okay. Um, that's 1d10 plus 4 then, please. Damn. Uh, only seven. You blow a great big hole um, in his gut. And other than pausing for a moment as he shot, it seems to have no effect whatsoever on him. I mean, other than the fact that it's, it's mo- removed part of his stomach but that doesn't particularly seem to have bothered him. Christoph, I said the heart. <laughs> There's vampires. I, 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 if he's still walking in this direction, I'm stepping back. I'm going to yell also. Eugene, are you okay? Walking off into the dark with vampires walking around. Yeah, well, I... Sorry, go, 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 go. Go. No, go for well, it. Well, I was going to say, I was going to use stealth to walk down the corridor quietly to see if I could see anything, like be, to, to, to be quiet about it. So I, I don't know if I want to yell well, back I, I, to him. Um, yeah, make a stealth roll for me. 09 out of 70. You moved um, quietly and cautiously down the corridor. And... You, you 
peer into the other two cells. Um, you get the feeling you may have seen movement in one of them, but you're, you're trying to sneak past, so it's, you're not really able to, to, to stop and look properly. Um, you get to the gate. The gate is wide open. And a little further up the corridor. Actually, make a spot hidden roll for me. 44 out of, sorry, um, 44 out of 70. Just a regular success. You, you stop at the gate and sort of tuck yourself in against the wall to, to try and um, keep yourself hidden. And just for a moment, you think you see two eyes shining at the other end of the, the corridor near the door. Oh, wow. Like some sort of animal. So if, once I see that, I didn't really want to go pat too far past the door anyway. I just wanted to make sure it was left open, and then I wanted to head back to the group. But that kind of spooked me, so I might go a little bit faster back to them, sacrificing a little bit of the stealth if I need to. But I'm not going to go running, you know, trying to make a ton of noise. But I definitely want to get group back up. The main thing was I wanted to make sure we weren't locked down here. Okay, so uh, Ujel, you see this glint of the two eyes ahead of you. Um, with the others of you. Um, this thing, having been shot, suddenly it, it, it looks like it's infused with more life. And um, it looks straight at you and starts hobbling quite about as quickly as one can hobble in that state straight towards you arms outstretched mouth open hissing i'm going to try to bring this my axe down on this thing's neck um if uh but i'm pretty slow i've only got a dex of 50 so I don't know if I get to it in time. It's not moving uh, fast, though, right? So, no, it's not moving fast. You could, you could uh, get to it. You could intercept it. Okay. Before you ruin the dress, you might as well. <laughs> uh, sixty out of sixty on my brawl, exactly. So base okay. pass. Yeah, go on, roll for damage. Oh, damn. Uh, 11 damage. So I bring my axe down on this on this uh, fat bastard. Um, you take its head clean off. It, it's, 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 it's a fine chop. A well-sharpened axe. I'll not have any more of my squad bitten by these monsters. 
Has the creature stopped? <laughs> oh, the, the creature has definitely stopped. Okay. You feel quite uh, quite pleased with yourselves, you know. You, you just, <laughs> there's a moment of elation, and then uh, looking up, looking back up the uh, the corridor to to where Ujel is, you uh, you notice that standing between the other two doors um, is another figure. This this time, quite a large man. Where these demons never end. He's, is it dressed, he's dressed in the manner of a uh, of a peasant, and um, he's he's quite bulky, quite a solid looking man, and unlike the others, he doesn't have that strange, um, deathly far away stare in his eyes. There's there's a there's a ferocity. Um, a, a bestial anger in his, in his face, um, and he he snarls. Um, my uh, my bayonet comes down, and I've got it pointed right at his chest. And if he lunges, it's going right in. Well, he's running straight at you. All he's right. not lunging; he is running straight at you. I'm bracing myself, and I'm just going to stick it right in. When he well, give me a dex roll. Right. Oh, uh, I did not pass that. Neither did he. Um, so we sort of push each other out of the way as we go by. Yeah, you just sort of uh, you, you sort of barge each other each other out of the way and circle around each other. He's now um, back towards where the uh, where Pressy is. Okay. So they they can act on him now that he's past me. Pressy. I'm going to uh, drop the musket and pull the out my uh, rapier and try to gut him if I can. Um. Okay. Give me a roll for that, please. Um, is there a specific skill for that, or is it that you I have repair. Oh, okay. I get a standard success. Okay, it's 1d6 plus 1 plus 1d4. Mm -hmm. And that would be a total of 9. Okay. Um, you run him through with your rapier. And uh, it seems to do a lot of damage. You're, you're, you're quite struck by the fact that there's not very much blood. So there's hardly any blood at all. Um, you've, you've, you saw him wince. Um, he let out a snarl as, as you as you ran through him, and it, it, it clearly did su substantial damage. I mean, you twisted and moved. Um, but you're now, having done that, you're substantially closer to him. 
and he just um, is my blade wedged in there, stuck in his body. Um, well, I mean, you're, you're you're in the process of pulling it out when uh, when he lunges at you. Sure. Um, okay. And. Uh, And he just punches you. Can I can I dodge? Not really, because you've you've in in yes. stabbing him. I mean, that was your move for the round, and okay. And in stabbing him with the rapier, you kind of moved into his his orbit. Um. So that's. One D three plus one D four. <laughs> he does four points of damage. He's a I, big man. I am seriously hurt. I need to get away from this guy. You feel something crack. I think it might be your jaw. So I already took a swipe from Fenelik up above. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, once uh once that happens, uh I'm going to bring my hatchet in at this guy. In the name of the king, release okay. my man. Uh 32 out of 60, so uh base pass. That's okay. Um give me a, a damage roll, please. 8. As I chop on into him. Okay. Give me a luck roll as well. Okay. Four out of 50. Uh, so, very lucky. Okay, you bring the, the, the axe down straight onto the top of his head. Um, with a horrible jarring sensation as, as, it, as it cleaves through the bone. Um, and for a second, you think you might have lodged the axe into his skull but you're just kind of able to you push him his back with your with your foot and just about managed to pull the the axe out and you and you you, you find yourself thinking that that, that that's the fighting with an axe is a very tricky business when you've only got one hand <laughs> like many things in life And now again, this, this one just falls forwards, and as he falls forwards, and Ujel, you you're probably aware of this before anyone else, but you all hear it from the other end of the corridor. You just hear. <laughs> and then a voice Fenelik's voice and this voice says I take it you're all familiar with life in the countryside the rural economy of this area depends very heavily on the keeping of sheep and the farmers fear one thing, 
above all else, they fear the wolf. But even the wolf's cousin, the dog, can be a dangerous predator where the sheep are concerned. Sometimes a dog will get into the pen with the sheep and it will just kill them all. Not because it wants to eat them, not even for sport or amusement. It kills them because it has to kill them. Because it is a dog and they are sheep. And there is something in their enforced passivity, their inability to fight back, their absolute ineffectualness, which compels the dog to kill them. It is its duty to kill the sheep. There's a bit of a pause. Um, I'm going to fling my lantern at him. And hopefully it'll shatter and cover him in whatever they use, kerosene or oil. Uh, make a throw roll. Oh, that's yeah, a fairly decent throw. Uh, 24 out of 60. That's uh, hard. Okay. Um, you throw your lamp. And the lamp goes the full length of the corridor. Smashes. The oil, burning oil, sprays up the walls. And you notice there's considerably more smoke than, than there probably would be from um, that sort of fire. As this thick cloud of smoke drifts across the top of the chamber up to wow. the other end. Now you say the other end is going towards the way out? It's going back towards where the statue is. If he could have gotten out another way, I think he would have. Maybe he is trapped down here. Maybe we can keep him trapped down here. I think he's toying with us. That is likely. I'm open to suggestions. From the other end of the corridor, you hear Fenlick's voice again. But this time he just says, Bah! He's a sheep. All at once there's this thundering sound of something running towards you. Um, gun down. Yeah, Pressy, you, Pressy, you see it first. It comes in into the lamplight at the at the end of the the corridor where you are. Um, unexpectedly, it's at first it looks like a a, a a big dog. As it gets closer, you think it it, it might be a, a wolf, a big black wolf. I'm getting the hell out of the way. Can you make a dodge roll for me, please? I, I can't even stand it down at this point. 
Uh, just a standard success. I, uh, I got 32 under a 50. Okay, you more sort of fall out of the way as this thing thunders past. Um, Baban, you are next in line. What well, did you do? Uh, I, uh, I've survived charges of the British. I, don't, I do not fear an animal. And I'm going to wait until he comes at me and bring my axe at, uh, uh, at him. Ooh. And that's uh, an 88. Uh, so I miss my shot. Oh, he does not miss. And um, it uh, bites you for some damage. I can't see. Oh, oh just two points of damage. It's almost less of a bite. It's more just a snap as it's running past you. But you feel it connect with your leg very hard. As it just tears, it tears your britches. And you um, actually make a constitution roll for me, please. You will pay for that beast. Uh, 53 out of 55. Okay, just you barely. just about managed to stay upright. Um, now, uh, it would be Dupois next. All right. Since I've seen this, and it's coming. Yep, you've seen it in the lamplight, so you know what's coming. Yeah. I'm, I'm pointing my bayonet dead into the center of the mass of it. So maybe right into its face as it's coming at me. And the second it connects with the bayonet, I'm pulling the trigger. Okay. Since I have not yet fired my musket. Uh, in that case, I would like you to make a dexterity roll. Uh, no. 88 out of 45. So... Complete failure. Oh, and uh, that would have been so cool, though, if it's gone like right in there and then just fired. <laughs> well, it makes a jump. Okay. And it just jumps over you. So that's yeah, I didn't quite get it. So now it's on the other side of me, but I'm turning around. Okay. Uh, you want some more? You want some more of my neck? You turn around to face the wolf. Uh -huh. Now the wolf is a man. And once more Fenelik is standing in front of you. But but this this is this is not the Fenelik you saw before. Gone gone is the powdered wig. Um gone is the makeup. Um and he's just wearing a, a shirt. His jacket is off. The shirt is covered in blood. Probably his own. And uh, there's no hesitation this time. He just immediately attacks. Okay. Um, have I had the chance, in the process of this, 
Is my bayonet pointed at him? Uh, make a luck roll. Uh, 26, that's a pass. Yes, your bayonet is pointed at him. Okay, so once again, same thing. The second he hits my bayonet, I'm pulling the trigger. Okay. Make a dex roll. Oh, eight that time. He got one. Oh. <laughs> you, you, you ready yourself with the bayonet. You, you overcompensate and lunge at him. Okay. Too early. And he? And he literally just effortlessly, effortlessly steps out of your And brain. we come face to face. And there's, all, there's almost a hint of a wry smile on his face. I spit. <laughs> At this moment, however, um, just Dupois and Ugel, make a, um, a listen roll for me, please. 20. 94. I am too distracted to be listening. Okay. To you don't hear anything. Ugel, um, you can clearly hear the door at the other end of the corridor opening and um, the, the, um, the, 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 the clatter of boots and muskets. I said, reinforcements! Warned them as, you, as, you, as, you say, as you say that, you, start, you, you see a lamp shining through. This way, man, this way. I knew Beaumont would not abandon us. Dupois. Mm -hmm. Oh, as if making up for the previous uh, episode in which um, Fenelik got loads of really crappy dice rolls. Um, it's okay. He swipes at you with his hand. Um, and does one, five points of damage. Oh my God. So I am down to five points. Yeah. He, he, um, probably knocked me across the room. Yeah. He knocks you across the, the, the corridor and, um, takes a big gouge out, out of your chest and your shoulder. I still got to spit in his face. It was worth it. <laughs> and you uh, you look up and you just see him standing there. Um, him standing there. I call his mother something. Patriots on one side. The clatter of... of of reinforcements arriving on the other. And we'll just go back to Boman for a second at that point. And right. uh, Boman, um, thank you for your patience. Yeah, no problem. Um, you finally come to. Uh, you're, you're on uh, one of the carts, um, which at this moment is, is just drawing up the drive to the front of the house. Um, there are um, a number of soldiers who are um, rather ironically herding the, the, the Aristos dressed as animals 
into the uh, into, into an area on the grass. And um, you're, you're a bit bleary, but um, you're not entirely sure that you want to be going back up to this house. Okay. But uh, you, you, you steal yourself. And um, give me a constitution roll. Fifty-one out of fifty, so no. Unless I can spend a luck point. Yeah, you can spend a luck point on that. Okay, I'll spend a luck point to make it. Um, you, you're you're a bit you 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 you're, you're feeling very lightheaded and wobbly, and um, you're, you're very much aware that you've passed out, and I'm probably quite embarrassed by the fact. Um. And and being such a such a large man, it, it's it's difficult to keep your balance at the best of times. <laughs> and um, so you're 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 sort of swaying around a bit, and uh, you manage to find um, just a a stick or a, a pole or something from the okay. cart to steady yourself on. Okay. And you just sort of. You, you draw you draw yourself up and look back towards the house. All right. Well, since I'm stealing myself, I will say, you know, I'll shake it off. Um, I'll look to one of the soldiers um, and like look down towards his pocket where he's keeping his his flask of wine, and I'll ask, uh, "May I?" Oh, but of course, yes, yes, but of course, my so, friend, yes. So I'll take a swig, wipe my mouth, hand him back his flask, and I'll say, with me, gentlemen. And I'm going to head into the house. Okay. Um, it's a strange sight that greets you at this point. That The house is, um, in, in, in the dawn, it looks, um, it looks much seedier than it did before. Previously, it looked very decadent. Now it just looks... Dirty, um, and it looks it looks quite down at heel. It's uh, not as opulent as, as it perhaps seemed in the in the candlelight. Hmm. From um, from when you come in, when you come into the foyer, um, you can immediately hear the sound um, of something happening on the other side of the house. Um, quite a, a, a number of soldiers, about um, seven or eight soldiers. Are, are rushing through the uh, the foyer um, from the from the ballroom and uh, heading towards some sort of commotion. I'll follow them. Um, you said that the dawn is coming. Um, yes. Would I have a moment? I, I I imagine that there are curtains hanging about the uh, the windows in and around the the, the rooms yes, that are passing yes, by. Point. I'll, heavy chintz curtains. Yeah, I'll, I'll have like maybe one or two soldiers that are with me. I'll say, rip down these curtains, all of them. Go around the house up here and rip them down. They look um, a bit quizzically don't, don't at each other, and then uh, and then immediately set to it. So I head down. Okay. Right. And we'll go back to the others now. You'll, you'll be down there next round. Okay. Um, so Dupois, 
you find yourself standing there with uh, Fenlick standing over you. I'm I'm laying there, right? Yes. He finds it. Yeah, he collapsed against the wall, and um, he makes rather a show of straightening his collar. And uh, I put my hand on my knife. Okay. Which I still have. I'm going to uh, turn to Pressy and say, Pressy, there's a satchel in my, uh, in my pocket. I'm short a hand. Make use of it. Uh, I'll dive for it. Try yeah. To get to it. It's the, uh, the spices. Yeah. My, my, my unused pouch. Okay. So I'm, I'm just looking defiantly, defiantly into the face of death. I've heard him talk about this pouch before, so I know kind of what he's looking for. Yeah, I tried using it earlier, but I'm, uh, I didn't. I didn't land with it. Um, but basically, as soon as Pressy takes that thing off me, I'm gonna tackle him away from uh, Dubois. Okay. Um, well, that's a yes. I'll I'll let you be doing that as 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 that's happening. Um, Pressy. Yes. Make an intelligence roll for me, please. Oh, not three. So, yeah, I mean, I've got a 50, and i got a zero three on the roll. In that case, um, oh, I, I, won't, I won't be coy about it in any way. Um, you just watched Fenelik strike Dupois very solidly with a swipe from his right arm. But while he was doing that, you couldn't help but notice that his left arm is just hanging limply by his side. Oh, shit. So the scream in the, st in the statue... We've got to break up the statue. Uh, how far are we from that space at this point? Um, you are about 15 feet away from there. And to get back, oh, eight, how, was that a full man-sized statue? Was it small scale? Oh, yes. Life-size. So life-size. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Bubba, and you have to get the the, the spice packet, and I, and I run towards the statue with the intention of kicking or smashing the head on it. Well, I'll say that I mean you've you've. I'll I'll let you get the spice the spices out. I mean, okay. You, okay. You were standing there doing that and. You just happen to notice while this is all taking place that um, his, his left arm seems to just be hanging limply by his side. Yeah, I just thought the yell was a coincidence earlier, but that really stands out. Yeah, I want to go and try to smash the head on that on that on that sculpture, kick it, okay. stomp on it, depending on how it's laying on the ground. You run off in the direction. I see him running off, and I'm like, "Yeah, he never liked me much, anyway, did he?" <laughs> well, Fen Fenelik also sees him 
running off. And uh, I'm going to tackle him. He's kind of he was kind of thinking definitely you could see that he was definitely going to be thinking of following up. But now he's distracted by Pressy running off. Um, which seems to have got his attention for some reason. And he turns to, to look at you, Bavan, and looks over you and then at you. And then just not necessarily running, but walking very quickly and determinedly just starts advancing at you. I mean, he's walking fast enough to be quite intimidating. Yeah. Do I have enough strength to fling my dagger? Give me just a minute, Baba. Give me just a minute. <laughs> you could you could make a throw, but I I think you'd you'd have a penalty dice on that. Okay. I'll I'll do a penalty dice. Forty nine or forty six. My throw is sixty, so you could you could half my you could not no no strength bonus. Yeah, or oh, there would be no strings bonus now because you're injured. Um, so just so we'll give, me, give me a damage roll then. Four. Oops. That was a four. Okay. Um, the knife hits him just in the side of the stomach. And um, there you go, you motherfucker. <laughs> he barely even uh, misses a step. He just there's there's a slight wince as he pulls the knife out and just drops it. I'm just gonna barrel into him full tilt. Okay. Uh, twenty out of sixty, so hard success on brawl to grapple him and tackle him to the ground. Okay, well, um, he fails to dodge, um, but I'm going to ask you to make a strength roll. Uh, let's see, 36 out of 65, so base. You, 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 you try and, and pull him down. Um, but it's like he's rooted to the spot. Pressy, he's too strong. I cannot stop him. Now, Mick, since I haven't gone yet, I have an idea. I, I'm not attacking him, but I want to take my, my musket. I want to hold the barrel part, and I want to, as hard as I possibly can, swing it to the floor to smash it apart to try and get a wooden splinter or to get the buttstock to splinter off. So I have a nice wooden stake out of the... Okay, make it... Nothing else is working, so... Make, make, make a strength roll. 15 out of 55. <laughs> okay, now make a luck roll. Luck roll. <laughs> Let's see. It might just break off instead of giving... <sighs> 20, oh, I got it. 26 out of 59. I still have decent luck. Well, you, you, um, 
you break off a chunk of of the rifle butt, um, which is relatively sharp and jagged. It's worth a shot. I mean, the bullets aren't doing anything. Nightfire aren't doing anything. You shall. You have a penchant for destruction. You would make a fine combat engineer. <laughs> so I, I just pick it up and see what happens. Let the scene play out. If he turns his back on me, I mean, it'll be next round. But if he turns his back on me, I'll just try and stab him through the back. Heart level, at, you know. Going to give him some splinters. If, if Buffy the Vampire Slayer was just one splinter, it would work. <laughs> He's going to ghost out, and I'm going to get stabbed. Okay. Um, at this point, the first three or four of the of the soldiers come through behind, um, just behind Ujel. Um and with them, Ujel. You see the familiar form of uh, Bauman um, crouching down as he comes through the doorway um, with more soldiers behind him. There's, there's quite a mob of soldiers. You are a sight for sore eyes. Sorry. Thank you. And I will... Uh... You said I, I, I had picked up like a sort of like a stick or something like that. Yes. And I wouldn't have seen the exchange that happened prior to this. So I'm going to go off of whatever knowledge I know of. of, of well, that, it, it's, it's happening about 20 feet further down the, the, uh, the, the corridor from where the door is. So um, you, you can't really, you can hear the sound of something going on. Okay. But you can't really see exactly what's going on down there. Now, but, isn't uh, there a... Isn't there burning oil though on the walls? It would have gone out. I just it only it only burned for a second or two. Okay. I mean they're they're quite sort of damp stone walls. Right, so right. It, it, it's, there's nothing for it to, to catch fire. But um, right, so Baba. Fenelix strikes you. And uh, can I try to interpose my axe or my wooden hand between that fist and myself? Since all I'm really doing is just trying to hold him back. Yeah, go on. Give, give me a give me a dex roll for that. Uh, dex roll. Hmm. Uh, Thirty-four out of fifty. Okay. Um. I am going to say that um, your hand will your wooden hand will function um, in this instance uh, much in the same way as armor. So um, roll one d6 for me to to see okay. how many points of damage that absorbs. Two. Okay. Uh, as a consequence, then, um, he swipes at you with a claw um, and just smashes your hand to pieces. 
Um, and his swipe just comes straight through and breaks down your shoulder. Um, and you take um, five points of damage. And he said seven. Then the, the, ah. the, the hand took two. Ah, my fingers again. Why does this always happen to me? It's. I mean, any any bit of the. It, not only has it has it um, destroyed the the wooden <laughs> hand, but it's also um, it's pulled the the remnants of it. <laughs> so the whole the whole thing's come off. My stub. Uh, red raw stump. Red raw stump. And again, the the, uh, the soldiers now um, are pouring in at the other end. Pressy, hi. You are in you are you are in sight of the statue. It is leaning on the floor. Uh, make a spot hidden roll for me, please. Forty-four out of sixty-five. It's just a regular. As you come upon the statue. It's it's a strange thing. It's it's even though the the the, the lamp is ten or or fifteen feet further up the the corridor, and you're only in the the dimmest of light. It's almost as though the the statue has a luminescence of its own, in a very odd, dark way. And. Um, Perhaps expecting to see the face of your beloved again, your your your, your eyes are drawn to to the face of the statue. But this this time, all you see is a a grinning skull, a death's head. Oh, this devil sorcery. This is not melody. In it. And, and I do, I, I, I reach out with my foot to, to smash it and try to bust the head off the statue. Assuming that would be a weak spot on it. Okay. Um, make a strength roll for me, please. Uh, heart success, 24 out of 65. However, I am wounded. I think it, I don't know if that affects it. Um, no, I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you go away with that. Um, you. Uh, oh, that's the torso. Um, okay. Um, you. You. Smash repeatedly, smash into this thing, in in the the chest of it, and you, you don't know whether it's the the, just the the force of your blows or whether maybe you maybe you hit some sort of mechanism or something, um, but the whole thing starts to fall to pieces. Well, what what seems to be very clearly defined pieces. Um, first one of the legs comes off, uh, then another leg, then the arm, then with the final wallop, the head just rolls back, but none of them broken. Again, the, the, the edge, the, the, the joins are 
kind of cleanly cleaving off. Very, very clean and, and smooth as though perhaps they were just attached with, with, with some sort of adhesive or something. Um, as you do this, however, uh, make a sanity roll for me. Right. I'm hoping to hear Fennelik screaming down the hall. What you hear initially as you do this is a a, a, a horrible wailing and moaning. I got a 37 out of 46, which is a standard. Okay, um, just one point of sanity. Okay. Now, the others of you, well, Baban and Dupois, the only ones really close enough to see this. Maybe Ugel can you can slightly make it out in the in the in the dim light. What happens next is is truly inexplicable. Fenlick at once goes from um, bounding arrogance, this this lithe animal movement, to suddenly contracting, and at once is limbs start bending in a wholly improbable manner and you you can hear the sound of cracking of bone um as his his knees start one of his knees bends the wrong way forwards um the 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 ankle on his on his other foot cracks underneath him um, you, you very clearly see his hip dislocate. Um, his his shoulders pop and he contorts. His his neck twists and turns upwards, um, as though he's having some kind of horrific fit. Um, type of, probably like what you've heard of tales of people with tetanus. Convulsions. He's yes, and and he there is a, there is a noticeable sound of the cracking of bones as this is taking place, um, and a, a look of confusion on his face, which which gives way to to, to oh, that's a strange thing to describe, but it's, it's probably the nearest thing he could ever experience to terror. And he, he just spits up, what, what have you done? I, uh, from laying what have on you the done ground, to it? Laying on the ground, I yell up at, uh, at Beaumont. Uh, seize him. Get the soldiers to grab him. Bind him with chains. I say the soldiers. And I'm, I'm moving forward as well. I'd say Beaumont, and I'd throw him the, um, 
the piece of wooden splint, big wooden splintered stock to, to Beaumont. I'll catch it in one hand. I don't need to roll a dex roll. This is all cinematic. The uh, Fenelik is, is at this point is, is uh, gibbering and raving. But um, despite all this, not still not entirely harmless. The the the, the first of the of the soldiers to to, to reach him, um, he just he just rips the man's throat out. Mm. I'm continuing to smash. However, I, I'm kind of slightly elated while still like terrified and curious as what's been going on but just so happy that i actually heard dubois voice uh and that we may have i may have been able to stop fenelik from tearing him apart uh and i'll just continue you know with as much enthusiasm as possible to smash at the bits that are here or try to dislodge anything i can okay um what about the rest of you what's what's going on on the whole Dupois, you're 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 basically just slumped against the wall mm -hmm. and um, trying to stop the bleeding. Yes, you're you're not going to be able to get up at the moment. I was that's what I was going to say. I was going to give him first aid. No, don't, okay. don't don't worry about me. Just stop that monster. All right, I'll back up. Uh, I mean, uh, Michelle. I'll actually hand you back here the piece of wood that you had because I got a, a larger stick that I could use. With the All right. I'll take it. I was planning on helping Dupois. That's why I figured you could use it. All right, so I grab it back and I'm walking behind you or next to you. Okay. I'm just going to let my axe clatter to the ground, grab my sucking chest wound, and stumble over towards Pressy to try to get my hands on the... Uh, um, the uh, the pouch he took from me, so so I can make some use of it. Okay. Um, another couple of um, soldiers reach uh, Fenelik. Um, they again they're trying to subdue him, but um, he just he just throws them back down the hall. I mean, and it's it's it's. It's almost unthinkable that he still has the strength to do this because he's, I mean, the, the, looking at him, the way he's contorted, the, 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 the way his arms are bent, you, you wouldn't think that, that the muscles were still even connected. This, this, is, this, this is sheer rage he's, he's running on now. I mean, he's, he's, the, 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 there's no semblance of, um, of reason in his face. Um, he's just in a state of sheer shrieking animal rage. He can't move. I mean, his legs have collapsed underneath him. So he's just basically just kneeling on the ground, one leg, one knee bending the wrong way, um, just lashing out at anyone that comes near him, gibbering, howling in pain. Blow the stuff into his face. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get that stuff and come back at him and uh, 
say. Perhaps, Comte, you have your metaphors confused. Me, I like my lamb with a little seasoning. <laughs> Throw it at him. Okay, I won't make you roll for that because you're, you're right in front of him. Um, he starts choking and coughing almost instantly this time. Um, choking, spluttering. Uh, there's um, what first you take for tears, um, but you, you soon realize it's, it's blood. Um, it, it appears to be bleeding from the eyes. Um, and and he, he, he looks, it, he looks as though it's, it's taken a lot of the, the wind out of his sails. Did Beaumont bring any uh, manacles? From the carts. Well, the soldiers should should have some. Yes. Well, they they were the, they were the ones the sold the two soldiers who who came in with you, um, were the ones who were who were bringing the manacles. So okay. I assume they would have manacles with them. Um, some of the others have have lengths of rope. Um, oh, and once once incapacitated like this, they 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 do manage to. Um, to tie him with ropes and and uh, chain his his hands and feet. Are um, we really going to let this monster live? No, but the sun is coming out, so let's drag him upstairs. Well, still hours and hours before the sun comes up, but well, well um, we gone. can take him to the king and have the king. All, you could all make an intelligence roll at this point. Oh, twenty-four. 26. Out of 70. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, make it. I just made it. You, you, you are soldiers who were given a very definite mission to, to complete. Yeah. And, and that mission was to, to uh, capture. And bring him in alive. Uh, yeah. Um, secure the contents of his house. And uh, and arrest any other uh, any other people at the party. All right. So no killing, unfortunately. Well, we would have killed him if we'd have had to, but in this case, now we've got him chained up. I want to see the guy roasted. So he is. Um, he is captured. Fenelik is captured. And um, what what are you going to take from the house? We, well, I can, we I'll, I'll, remind, I'll remind you of what you've found. Among the things you've found, um, there were, um, particularly down here in the, in the, in the cellar, um, there are a number of... Um, some of them quite particularly old. Oh, me. Leather-bound books on the bookshelf. There's this statue, which is now in pieces. Um, there were uh, torture implements and some uh, old Arabic scrolls with pictures of people getting skinned and things. Well, cells. If that, uh, if that uh, statue is... Magic. I'm sorry, yeah. go ahead. 
No, I was going to say the with the scrolls and the statue and this, uh, among the, the other stuff that we, we find in this house, this is plenty of uh, evidence that we need. Well, they've been broken up. Uh, I can't see any reason. Well, the scrolls that. itself is, is uh, this looks uh, like devil worship to me. Yeah. I say if the soldiers want them as spoils of war and uh, just uh, oh, the statues are broken into pieces. Well, we, we have an expert in blasphemy. Bressy, use uh, your training. Uh, anything that may implicate our demonic count here in the uh, uh, in the occult in uh, blasphemous activities. I think I'd have a pretty good idea if yeah, I could see titles. You know, as you know, what might be related to the occult or popular occult. It has. Um has uh, um, Captain Malone shown up? Don't know. Oh, so he hasn't come down with the soldiers? Uh, not that you've seen, no. Okay. Um, uh, well, we've got to go through the upper parts of the house, too, to see what other nonsense this monster's been up to. We've only seen this little bit. We saw enough upstairs. Okay, well, I mean, we, we could say then that you, you, you exercise common sense and gather together. Let, let's put it this way. If you, if you, if you take, you, you can't take too much stuff. Well, we could put it on the crates that the manacles came in. Yeah. I, well, with the 13 on the occult roll, does anything stand out in the bookshelf that would be incriminating? Virtually all of it. <laughs> yeah. All right, Let's so we got to take some all, of the books. There are about nine or ten books, and, oh. and they're, they're all deeply unwholesome. Almost, I really think the priority, though, needs to be to take that statue, even if we have no intentions of explaining what that statue did, because who knows if the court would ever understand that, but that statue should never get a chance of being put back together. Right, it's that black needs, magic. That, 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 that's just blasphemy. That needs to be you know, divided. Well, in, like, likewise, the, the, um, the, yeah. the, the, uh, the torture implements are, are, are clearly right. evident. Yeah. Um, yeah. As are the, um, the, the very, very graphic um, scrolls in Arabic. That are, that are there. Not, not only are they um, in Arabic um, and, and therefore um, deeply suspicious from a religious perspective, um, but, but they are incredibly violent. The, 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 the one or two of them that feature illustrations are, are really very, very graphic. Um, so with great effort and with the assistance of a, of a, of a large number of soldiers, you're able to, uh, to box up these things. Um, Fenelik himself is, is secured um, he's put into into one of the uh, the prison carts, um, and around the same time that, that he's thrown into the prison cart, it, it's it's you know it's, it's it's around dawn. The the sun isn't up; it's light. And around that time, um, as arranged, Captain Melon arrives. And uh, 
he he is a, a, a stoic man. He's not necessarily uh, overjoyed. He he doesn't uh, he doesn't throw out any uh, any congratulations. We show him the monstrosities, though. That's the whole thing. He um. He stands over the bodies for a second and looks at them. Did you did you get everything that was down here? Yes, I think so. We haven't really put it together into a pile, but uh, yes, we have the soldiers have cleared everything out. Pressy has reviewed the bookshelves and cataloged it all for... Uh your later examination. And he thinks for a moment and he says, um, he looks at a couple of soldiers and he says, uh, seal this place up. Let this be their tomb. And ushers you out of the cellar. Well, should we burn the place to the ground? Now, now is is not the the time for things like that. There are there are things going on behind the scenes at the moment, and and I need all the men I can. Um, Paris is on the edge of chaos. Mm. I, I I I fear something very very bad is going to happen. Meet me back in Paris. Like accompany the, 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 the prisoner. Um, we capita. We, we capita. Bring him to the Bastille. Um, actually, no. I, I, I will... Um, There, there is a, there is a little uh, a little side road into Versailles, um, a small side gate that's used by the tradesmen. Um, you can't miss it. It's on the it's, it's on the east side of the estate. Bring him there, and um, should we bring the? Uh... The evidence as well, or should that go with the rest of the prisoners? The, the evidence can go with the rest of it. I won't. I won't go to have a look at him, and uh, perhaps we can just get him uh, incarcerated. If I can find another doctor, we can have him. We can circum. We, we could perhaps circumvent a trial, and, and with, with two doctors or a, a master in lunacy, I, I could have him uh, declared insane. Lock him up in Charenton Asylum. That was my thought. Yes, I mean, if you're looking at the state that he was in as they put him in the in the back of that wagon, he's he's a he's a raving madman. Sergeant, oh what man? I'm sorry, you were going to say something. I was just going to say, Sergeant, and I kind of whispered to Babon. I mean, yeah, Babon. I say, um, he won't believe us, but he turns to mist. What when the what if when the doctor examines him, he just disappears? 
If he does, like, you know, I'll explain I that. But I, I, I was actually going to say exactly that to the captain. I was going to say I have I have no time for the the fairy stories of soldiers. Bring the man to me as arranged, and we will deal with this. Capitan, my my one my one uh, uh, thing I must say. He cannot be kept with anyone else. He must be kept alone. Oh, he will be. He will be kept very much alone. He will be lucky if he ever sees another human face as long as he lives. I'll see to Bon. 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 And with that, he orders you out of the, uh, the cellar. Right. And... Uh, you, you overhear him in, instructing three soldiers to uh, remove the cellar door and and brick it up. So I want no no trace of that left. As you walk through the foyer, um, soldiers are herding out the prisoners and stripping the mansion of everything paintings clothing valuables uh cutlery you see one soldier cramming some forks into his pocket i wanted a uh, butter knife two of them are, are, are very carefully uh, and then quite sort of squeamishly carrying out the the the, the skinless pope um as though they prefer not to touch it and uh a number of people um number of soldiers uh, are showing a great interest in the uh, the barrels of wine which uh, the captain immediately orders confiscated um just just join in uh, wounded as I am is there any way I can get a hold of that Pope's ring? I think we already took that. That was one of our initial. Yeah, that's the first oh, thing we right. grabbed. That's right. Mm. Yeah. Despite, despite what he's just just said to you, you you see um, you see Malon for a moment as the last of the soldiers are leaving the house. He he stands there and he, he he's just looking. at the, uh, the bodies of the footmen and the, the severed heads of animals lying around the place. And uh, he looks back at you as if he's thinking what to do next. And then the, si the, the silence is, is, is broken by this awful screaming from the wagon. This gibbering and screaming from Fenlick. And uh, he walks over to one of the soldiers who's carrying a lantern. He takes the lantern from the soldier. And he looks back at you. Particularly back at Dupois, and says, um, "You are, of course, right. 
it is best this place never existed. And hurls the lantern in through the door. And of course, the, 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 the whole place is full of straw. Straw all over the floors, so that it burns very quickly and very fiercely. I quickly yell to the soldiers who are trying to begin their bricking up work. <laughs> they, never mind. <laughs> well, they, they, I mean, they, they, they're sort of coming around the side of the house with some bricks they've found. Never mind. And they just drop the bricks and shrug. <laughs> <laughs> so, over the next few weeks, Fenelik's guilt is, is a foregone conclusion. But as a member of the nobility, he can't be executed. Um, Dr. Rigaud and uh, another doctor uh, declare him insane. And as you say, he's sent to Chanton. Um, the king's deputy agrees and he's hauled away. Um, in fact, you're there when this happens. They thought it best to invite you to see this. Uh, this the, 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 the broken man that is Fenelly. Uh, Rigaud, for his part, is, is grinning ear to ear with a, a look of absolute triumph. Mm-hmm. Um, and he uh, he gathers up all the, the, the books and the scrolls and uh, particularly a big, great big heavy black book with brass bindings that he uses almost as a tray to put all the other things on. And uh, he, um, he uh, wanders off with, uh, with the evidence. Honor uh, Fragonard. The, uh, the maker of the skinless pope uh, is also charged for blasphemy. Um, although he contends that he never actually met the Comte de Fenelic, um, nor did he uh, knowingly dress the, the body up as the pope. Um, and given that he knows enough aristocrats, he, he, he managed to, to escape anything other than a, a, a minor scandal for his role in it. Um, for your part, Monsieur Raymond and his family, the, the printer and his family, um, have been avenged. Uh, the Comte de Fenelic is no longer at large. Um, as a consequence, uh, each of you can get back 1d10 sanity points. Um, Seven. And and uh, Beaumont, you, uh, you 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 recover from your your episode. Um, you go and visit a relative and spend a few nice nice weeks in the countryside. It has been a noticeable victory against the uns- an unspeakable monster and the forces of evil. However, very soon the tumultuous effects of the events of this year 
will provide you with a new preoccupation. <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll leave it for there. Excellent. Hmm. Great oh, game. Right. Our players included Wayne Worthy, Fred Carter, Luke Strom, Jason Melnichok, and myself with Mick Swan as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our show free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We love hearing them. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next next time, good luck and good gaming. Oh, my God.